This is Weekly Dose of Wellness, brought to you by Memorial Care Health System. Here's Deborah Howell. Hello, 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 and welcome to our show. I am Deborah Howell, and today's guest is Dr. Gary Levine, Medical Director of Memorial Care Breast Centers. Welcome, Dr. Levine. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Most of us know that uh, mammogram is an essential annual screening tool to detect early warning signs of breast cancer, but you're here to tell us about the benefits of digital tomosynthesis, or 3D mammography technology, and its role in improving cancer detection and increasing survival rates. So let's start at the beginning. When should women begin getting annual screening for mammograms? So the American Cancer Society, the American College of Radiology, and essentially all of the other major uh, organizations which deal with breast cancer uh, recommend that women have their baseline mammogram at age 40 40. and uh, annual mammograms uh, afterwards uh, until at least age 75. You know, I'd heard that changed, but I'm glad to hear you say that, you know, you really do need to get there every year. Yes. Okay, so what are the screening methods available at the Memorial Care Breast Center at Saddleback Memorial? So uh, the gold standard for screening remains uh, mammography, and Mm -hmm. uh, we recommend, again, that uh, women have annual mammography. Uh, Traditionally, mammography uh, entailed the use of a 2D mammogram uh, system. Uh, and for women with fatty breasts or breasts that are not uh, dense um, radiographically, uh, the 2D mammogram is more than sufficient. And uh, uh, studies throughout the world have shown that uh, the mortality rate from breast cancer drops uh, anywhere from 30 to 40 percent in women that have screening mammograms. But there's this subset of women that have dense breast tissue in whom uh, a 2D mammogram may miss a breast cancer. Okay. And that's because the dense breast tissue can, can uh, hide the cancer within it. And in those women, we use a, a new type of mammography called 3D mammography or digital tomosynthesis. I see. And now, I think you touched on this, um, how you determine which screening method to use on any given patient. Right. So uh, we, we preferentially want to use 3D mammography on the women that benefit from it most uh, and those uh, the women with dense breast tissue. And that has nothing to do with the look or feel of the breast. It has mm-hmm. to do with uh, how dense the breast tissue is in terms of uh, radiation being able to penetrate the breast tissue. Okay, okay. So what are the benefits of the 3D digital tomosynthesis? So again, 3D tomosynthesis allows us to look through that dense breast tissue one millimeter uh, at a time uh, so we can find that breast cancer that otherwise may be hidden within that dense breast tissue. And studies have shown that uh, we find 40% more breast cancers than traditional 2D mammography in these women that have uh, very dense breast tissue. And I'm assuming you're finding it earlier than you used to. That's right. And, and early detection is the key to surviving breast cancer. It's a very common disease, but if we find it early through uh, uh, early detection uh, screening, uh, it's a very, very curable disease. Uh, so again, uh, ideas screen the patient, find it early. If we find it early, it's very easily curable. We right. don't want uh, to let it uh, progress to an advanced stage when it's uh, a very life-threatening disease. Right. Tomosynthesis sounds a little bit scary to the first, you know, to the first time you hear it on the ear. Um, tell us why we should not be afraid of this technology. <clears throat> really, it's uh, very similar to a traditional mammogram that uh, women are familiar with. 
Uh, the nice points are that we don't have to compress the breast quite as much when we take the uh, mammogram because Hurrah. yeah, because <laughs> again we're able to uh, to look through that dense breast tissue and don't have to worry about spreading it out so much uh, as we did on a traditional mammogram. Uh, but uh, otherwise, uh, many patients really won't notice a significant difference. Uh, what happens is the uh, the gantry actually rotates over the breast, and so we're getting these multiple angles of images of the mm-hmm. breast, and that's reconstructed into a three-dimensional picture that the radiologist can look at. I have to ask the question on behalf of women, uh, what about the difference in radiation factors? Right. So when uh, 3D tomosynthesis first came out, uh, there was a significant increase in radiation dose uh, with some software changes that have been made over the last few years. Uh, the dose is almost identical to a traditional 2D mammogram. So really there's no drawback to this technology at all and, uh, and a huge benefit. All right. I just heard a big cheer go up from a whole bunch of women with death's breast, <laughs> you know, activity. Yes, yes. So, yes. Which so brings it... You asked me earlier about other uh, screening technologies, and I would do want to touch on that. Uh, sure. Although, although mammography still remains our gold standard, there are women uh, in whom we need to uh, do additional screening. And uh, women with extremely dense breasts in whom uh, even 3D mammography isn't sufficient to examine the breast, we add uh, ultrasound uh, uh, examination, and that's a technology that isn't limited by breast density. So it's uh, really excellent for these women with very, very dense breast tissue. So it doesn't replace the mammogram. We add to the mammogram by doing an ultrasound screening as well. And do you do that at the same time? Yes, we do it at the same visit. And then finally, there's this uh, subset of women who are at high risk. They either have genetic breast cancer in their families or they've had cancer before, breast cancer before. Mm -hmm. And these women are screened a bit differently. And it's reserved for women that have a greater than 20% lifetime risk of developing breast cancer. Mm-hmm. And in these women, we actually use MRI, which is a, a, a totally different technology uh, for screening the breast. And uh, it uses magnetic resonance rather than uh, radiation. And uh, it is our hi- most highly sensitive test uh, for detecting breast cancer, uh, but it's a very expensive test. And sure. So uh, therefore, this uh, study is only reserved for women who are at the highest risk. So four different types of technologies to root out anything that we might not want lurking inside of us, right? That's, that's right. And again, cancer is a very scary disease, especially breast cancer, which has this psychological component associated with sure. it. But what I want people to remember that it's also an extremely curable disease if we find it uh, early uh, and we can easily treat it. Excellent to know. Doctor, what is the dense breast law? Right. Uh, So a few years ago, um, and this began in Connecticut, uh, a woman who had dense breast tissue uh, and in whom uh, her cancer uh, detection was delayed because of the uh, dense breast, um, she actually started this crusade that women should know their uh, breast density so that they can be proactive in terms of their care. Connecticut was the first state to pass a breast density law, and what it says basically is that if a woman has uh, dense breast tissue, that they should be informed of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, that actually is now present in at least 15 states throughout the United States. There's there's actually federal legislation pending, uh, which may make it universal throughout the country. I have to tell you, myself, when I went for my last mammogram, they informed me that I had dense breasts, and this was brand new information to me, and I was glad to have it. I 
and I agree, and I think it's a, a good idea as long as we have a protocol in place for uh, taking the next steps. And now with the new technology, including tomosynthesis, whole breast ultrasound screening, and some other technologies that are uh, being developed, uh, we have ways of, of further evaluation, evaluating, further screening these women who not only have a, a tougher time diagnosing breast cancer, but also uh, have a slightly higher risk of developing breast cancer. Okay. So just having those dense breast tissue alone is, a, is an independent risk factor and makes them a little more prone to Okay, good to know. So what is the percentage of women who have dense breasts? Uh, about 40% of our uh, women that we see have uh, what we call BIRATS 3 or BIRATS 4 breast density, and that's those women with high-density high breast tissue, so mm-hmm. 40% of the population. And again, it has nothing to do with the look of the breast or the feel of the breast. It's just the tissue type, right? It's the tissue type and its appearance on an X-ray. Uh, usually these are women who are young because as we get old, uh, our breast tissue is generally replaced by fat. So the breast density tends to, to decrease over time. So a woman in her 40s is much more likely to have high-density breast tissue than somebody in their 60s or 70s. But that's not always the case. And in fact, 15% of women, their uh, breast density always stays high, even when they're in their 60s or 70s okay. or, or beyond. So we can't underline it enough. Please go every year, ladies. Get examined and know your breast density and, uh, you know, know your options. Exactly. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be on the show today, Dr. Levine. It went too fast. It's my pleasure. Thank you very much. For more information or to listen to a podcast of this show, please visit memorialcare.org. That's memorialcare.org. That's all for this time. I'm Deborah Howell. We will see you soon for another weekly dose of wellness brought to you by Memorial Care Health Systems. Have yourself a wonderful day.